way out of practice. Um, hello and welcome. Welcome. I'm glad your ears found us. Welcome. Do you know who I am? Velkoman. Velkoman? I think that's... That's German for welcome, I think. Bienvenidos. Mardi Gras. (laughs) That's Fat Tuesday. (laughs) Do you know what Fat Monday is? Lundi Gras. That's what I was two days ago. Fat on Monday? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) When was Mardi Gras this year? It was a couple weeks ago. I literally think it was two weeks ago. Well, today's Wednesday. Yeah, I think it was two weeks ago yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe? Um, Hi, hello, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast. This is episode 170. You may not know who I am if you're new to our show, but our longtime legacy listeners, if you will, you know who I am. Yeah. It's been a minute. My name is Adam West. I'm the Dylan. You're still the Dylan. Cliff's gone. Yeah, Cliff is gone, which is, is that why I'm here? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The Venn diagram. Right. Two separate circles. They do not intersect. Yeah, Adam or Cliff. You don't get Cliff and Adam. You, yeah. get, you don't get the middle. Eventually, eventually, you'll get us all again. Um, yeah, I'm filling in for Cliff this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Or yourself. I don't yeah, know. or myself. Or how, I'm not sure how that works. But anyway, um, yeah, so I am back this week just making a quick little, hey, don't forget I'm alive appearance. Yeah. Um, just, you know, it, life got crazy. Things are nuts. My world is crashing down. Not really. My my world is fine. I've just I'm juggling a lot of. Sometimes things. you got a lot of stuff to do. And you gotta yeah. take care of it. it and is. spoiler alert: one of our questions was, "Who is our special guest this week?" Because that's how I teased <laughs> oh, it. Oh, is that how it is? Is that what it is? <laughs> so I guess this is there. Why I look at the notes. Um, I don't think I put that one in there because I was going to say something right now, like I'm doing. Uh, okay. It's did very, you like? Did you pose the question to the Discord or something? Well, I, I said any questions this week for our special guest, and then ah. Um, Great Britain in our chat, who we work with, Garrett. Oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. He asked, "Who's the special guest?" And in oh, my no. snarky response, said, "That is a great question. I'll add it to the notes." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, surprise! I'm your special guest. I'm sure some of you are very, very disappointed. <laughs> That's okay, though. Uh, welcome to my life. Now, um, so yeah, um, I'll just. Do my typical thing. Welcome to the Buy Me Podcast, where we talk about video games and stuff there uh, in about the same realm of video games and entertainment right. and things digitally on gaming things. Yeah. That's, that's really bad. It's been a minute. It's okay. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, this episode, we might just talk about a lot of other stuff because it's fine. It's kind of a light week, I think. Maybe because PAX East is this weekend, I believe. Oh, is that? So okay. we'll probably get. More news next week. Next week will um, be an influx of stuff. Right. So and, there's a lot happening next. Oh. And there's some news regarding PAX East. Yeah, and there's that's a thing a happening tomorrow too. Is it yeah, there's a thing happening yeah. tomorrow that's going to also part of the news. Yeah. But it'll probably happen before our podcast is heard by most ears. True. I guess not. It depends on what time you listen. If you listen really early. Yeah. Spoiler alert, we're talking about a Nintendo Direct. Yes. We'll get into that here in a bit in the news portion of our show. We're also going to talk about uh, some new cartoons that are in the works. I'm hoping that they're like kind of along the lines of the Castlevania series on Netflix. So Overwatch and Diablo are both getting animated shows. They're doing that. Yeah. Um, And surprisingly, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Which didn't look that bad in my eyes to begin with. I can understand why the model kind of irritated yeah. people because it just looked – he had teeth, man. 
it was weird. But they cleaned it up. It looks good. And I've always been curious about the movie. Evidently, yeah. it's doing not bad. People are enjoying it. Yeah. That's doing well. Um, Amazon has a new MMORPG. It's called New World. When is that? Oh, I guess we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> derp. Grand Theft Auto. I didn't know it wasn't on Steam, but evidently it's heading back to Steam with multiplayer. Yeah. Cool. Oh, no, without multiplayer. Sorry. I've read that wrong. Yeah. Words are hard. Um, plus, plus, of course, we're going to have questions this week, and we'll go over some cheap free games uh, hitting the Epic Game Store uh, probably by the time uh, you're listening to this. Right. So, yeah. Uh, first, though, are we still talking about what we're playing? Is that still yeah, how the still show we do. goes? Cool. Uh, Cliff, sorry you couldn't be here. You're playing Disney World. He's playing Disney World right Disney now. World, Disneyland. Disneyland. I wrote Disney World because okay. I'm a idiot. But a idiot? <laughs> I'm a idiot. It's because my name starts with a D, so I'm a idiot. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, why don't you go with what you're playing first? Because I actually I put this on my Switch. I had a gift card and I picked this up a few months ago. I haven't oh yeah. I haven't dived into it though. Um so for those who have been listening the past few episodes, this is the only game I have played in like the past month and a half. Oh, okay. Uh Divinity Original Sin two. So I'm not gonna talk about it a lot unless Adam has questions for me and I will tell him um, because it is the most fantastic game that I have played recently and that's why it's the only game I've played for like six weeks or more. Um, Are you playing it on Switch? I'm playing it on PC. Okay. But I have been interested to get on Switch because there you have um, cross-save abilities right. between Switch and PC, which is pretty nifty. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it is kind of... There's a lot going on, so I think a PC is definitely the best experience. But not to say you can't enjoy it on the Switch. I don't know why you couldn't. Right. Um, why is it the most fantastic? It's just why is it so good? Is it is there is there a lot of story to it that you have the, to pay attention? to? There's a to? lot of story. Okay, I don't say you have to pay attention to it because the game itself is enjoyable. Like if you want, I was really searching for that turn-based tactical game that I remember liking. And I was starting to think, and I kind of explained this on the last episode, I was starting to think, like, maybe I've moved on from that. And what I found is, actually, other games just didn't do it as well as they could have. Because now I play this game, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is still a fun experience. It just needed something, and that something is what Divinity is capable of doing. And basically what they're capable of doing is giving you as close to playing, like, D&D, as possible in a video game, right? Okay. So there's a lot of choice. There's a lot of customization. That can be overwhelming to some, I would imagine, especially if you're not familiar with this type of thing, to jump into this. Like, your head is probably going to explode. Um, but at the same time, I'm playing it on, like, the standard difficulty, and there's two easier difficulties. Okay. There's called, like, story mode, which is, like, 50% easier, and then there's, like, exploration mode, which is, like, 50% easier than that, I guess. <laughs> um, perfect for Cliff, right? Right. Um, and I could, I would imagine playing on those difficulties, it wouldn't feel as head explodey um, because you're not going to get punished. Because um, when I'm playing now, like, I can quickly realize if I made a mistake. Because um, it is a game where you might need to redo certain encounters because you just didn't do it very well. Um the right tactical decision on the first round will make a huge difference in some cases um, to figure out how you're going to to do it and how your party is going to be most effective. Because you can't um, really... You, it's one of those where 
that first choice or that first couple of choices you make is going to dictate the rest of the route you take. Make a huge okay. difference. Whether, you can't just go, oh, maybe I should have done and then cut, yeah, try to course correct halfway through. Right, because okay. the cool thing is, is it's very interactive. So if there's like oil barrels around. Well, I noticed that. And you throw yeah. fire, like you're going to see a whole bunch of stuff light on fire <laughs> and it can really screw things up, right? Like, because now all of a sudden your party is walled off with all this fire. So do I run through the fire? Because that's going to, every step I take in the fire is going to do damage to my magic armor until it's gone. And then it starts doing damage to my hit points. Basically it runs off a, a, a physical damage, magic damage system. So if you do magic damage until my magic armor is gone and you continue to do magic armor, it will do damage to my HP while I still have physical armor. If you hit me with physical damage, then it takes away from my physical damage until that's my physical armor is gone. So if an enemy has a small amount of armor compared to magic armor, then I'm going to attack it with physical attacks, right? Because if I, I would have to do 500 magic damage before I do damage to its hit points maybe it only has 98 physical armor so by the time i would do 500 physical damage to it i would have already done 400 hit points to it right so that's kind of the tactical thing there so it's am i going to build a party completely around physical damage so i'm always doing that or am i doing it magic or am i doing a hybrid thing so that's kind of the first choice and then what kind of do i want like battle mages do i want sorcerers and this and that and what kind of spells do i want like there's so many options but um but that's what makes it fun is you can really craft the characters to do exactly what you want to do um and a lot of the abilities are really cool like if you want to summon creatures do you want to summon a big wolf do you want to summon a big giant plant like go for it do you want a cool wizard who has a bunch of long-range spells? Do you want someone who gets in there with a big axe and casts spells? Do you want all of it? Like, you can have it. You can have it all. <laughs> um, in between the four characters that you can have, mm-hmm. um, you can, I mean, so yeah, much Yeah, I so. Because I, I jumped onto it for just a little bit after I got it, and I think that probably going, I wonder what this is about on my Switch Lite was probably a bad <laughs> idea because I'm like, I had it up yeah. to my face. So now that I've got it plugged in on my, like my regular Switch is on my big 75-inch yeah. TV, I think I'll be able yeah, to see Yeah, probably um, be pretty cool. Probably see that a little more clearly. Um, and I've gotten pretty far through it. I haven't played it as much in the last week as I have in the previous weeks just because of things. But right. um I'm getting pretty far through it. I think I'm going into like the third act. Okay. Um, which has been quite a bit of time into it. Um, that's a lot. It's not just to sit down and just kind of yeah. cruise through a game. And I'm trying to kind of like find the side quests and things. Um, okay. And it's it's very much a game too that you can ruin side quests, right? Okay. So choices or, you make just if you right. make the wrong I mean, one, it you just can just it kill out. everybody. <laughs> You can murder everybody. Like, anyone is murderable. So if you're running as a murder hobo and kill everything, like, the game's (laughs) over. Like, you ruined it for yourself kind of thing. So Got it. um, But but then there's also things where if you choose to do this side quest a certain way, you lock out this path, right? Because you decided to go with the bad or good guy however you deemed them bad or good. Okay. Everyone is a shade of gray in this game. It seems there's not a... Because you're... Do you start... Are you a dead pirate? Um, or did you, f- you were, forget how that happened? You're kind of like a sorcerer, but okay. they spell sorcerer with a U, like source, oh, um, okay. because source is this like magical 
Thing. energy mm-hmm. that allows you to cast more powerful spells. Got it. And basically, you're trying to get more the ability to hold more source, um, to do more powerful things, ultimately ascending to be a god, right. kind of. Um, but you've basically been taken and you're given this collar at the beginning of the game, so your powers right. are um, muted? Muted, exactly. Okay. Um, and you're trying to get that off. Um so, and that's the general, like, there's the sorcerers and the magisters, and they're, they're like, sorcerers are bad kind of thing. So that's the, the general thing. But are they really the good or bad guys? I don't know. It seems the like everyone's just murdering everybody, um, which is fine. Um, <laughs> it's a video game. So no real death. Um, I don't really like the magisters. I've kind of been pretty ruthless to them. Um, there are times when you can investigate certain things for them because they don't necessarily, I guess, know that you slaughtered the whole fort of them. <laughs> like, I made sure when I left that island that they were all dead, pretty much. Um, mostly because I just wanted the experience. Oh, yeah. I wanted the XP. And it's hard to get XP at the beginning of the game. Like, you have to find some either some tiny weird quests or you try to kill things that are pretty hard at the beginning because you are a squishy pants when you start the game so um nice i will have to um yeah i'll have to flip that on my big tv and play it because the switch light is definitely not the place to play this game because that was the one thing i'm like well i can literally like explore and touch every single thing right in this weird level of the room that i exactly so So. cool any other games you're playing or is that kind of it literally the only game i've been playing and that's probably the way it's going to be till (laughs) next month probably Got it. Um, okay, so let's see. What have I been playing? It's been it's been a while, so I'm not going to cover everything I've played. Um, right now, I have discovered the glory of Grand Theft Auto V, which is amazing. Right. Uh, when I first started the game, I was kind of like, oh, wow, there's not a whole lot to do. And then like, I opened up the next character. I'm like, okay, there's a little bit more. And then I opened up uh, – is it Tr- Trevor? Yeah. Once I got past his introduction scene – um, where they bring him back into the story. I There is so much to do in this game. There's a ton to do. Um, and it's currently on sale, by the way, I think on the PlayStation Store for 20 bucks. or if you have Game Pass, like me, um, and many other people, you can get it on Game Pass as well right now. Uh, if you've never checked it out, definitely do it. Um, now is as good a time as ever. There's just so much to do. And on Game Pass at 10 bucks, 15 bucks a month if you've got uh, Game Pass Ultimate, it's totally worth it. Um, so I really, really like that. I don't like flying in that game because flying is just it's not the it's not the best. Mm-mm. It's not it's not the worst. I just it's think, not the worst either. But I think it's they not... tried to make it too much of an actual flight sim. Yeah, uh, type of controls when it's a very arcadey yeah. flight thing. Yeah, the game has progressively got a little bit more realistic real- real- realistic <laughs> over the years because it used to be very arcadey. Oh, like yeah. the driving was arcadey, and then they're like, "Oh, let's make the driving a little more realistic." And they did that with the the flying too. I think mm-hmm. and, it works. It's I mean, it's for fine. better or worse. I don't really know if it if I enjoyed it more or less because I used to fly around the city like. Because why not? Um, <laughs> I used to just like cruise around Vice City, right? Like you were just like doing handbrake turns all over the place and crazy. And then I'm like, but at the same time, I kind of liked the the slightly more realistic approach um, later on because I think it does kind of make the stakes a little higher rather than me just being Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> but who doesn't so, want to be Vin Diesel? Right? Come on. Which I, I think, yeah, two different experiences. But I guess that's what Saints <laughs> Rose for, um, right? 
Uh, Which just, I think isn't a Saints Row, isn't – aren't they porting something to Switch? Another one is coming to Switch at I some point? I think so. I think so. Um, so let's see. I've been playing that. Um, I checked out the Magic the Gathering Arena. Is oh, that, yeah? Is MPG that what it is? Arena, yep. Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, it's been a long time since I've actually played Magic because I used to play Magic the actual card game with my younger cousin uh, when I was growing up. And I really liked it. But it just kind of fell it's off of it. Really, yeah. And MTG I like it better Arena than Hearthstone. Is, which yeah, I don't know ultimately, why. I like Magic better. Um, is there more? Is there more strategy to it, or is it? Or is there less strategy to it? Because I feel like for me, Hearthstone, for whatever reason, it's a little harder for me to kind of wrap my brain around what's going on. Whereas with Magic, I know I, I clearly know exactly what's yeah. going to happen when I look at everything. Yeah. Well, I think Hearthstone tried to make changes to the same basic game where Magic's faults are, and that is what happens if I don't draw land when I need one, right? Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden you don't have the amount of mana to keep your deck moving the rate it's supposed to. So Hearthstone said, no mana cards, you just get one more every turn, which is great, right? Um, And through, I think, a lot of other things, and the fact that you attack and they don't defend... Right. It's my turn. I do things. You never, you, Adam, never do anything on Dylan's turn in Hearthstone. Um, so it's very my turn, your turn. Whereas Magic, you can it's a back and, and forth, right? Yeah. You can interrupt. So there's a lot more going on. Not to say that one game is more or less strategic. There's still the whole deck oh, yeah. building. <laughs> so it's, it's hard. It's kind of an apples and oranges thing, but I think. At its core, Hearthstone is a simpler game in that I do stuff on my turn and I don't have to worry about the variability of mana right. um, growing over the course of the game. Okay. It's also a 30-card deck, um, even though in Magic, if you had a the 40-card deck, or is it 60? 60 in Magic, and you have 17 or 23 lands. 17 is draft, I think, so 23 lands. It's been a while since I played. Wow, so, there's so much more to it than um, I was thinking. <laughs> so, like, the deck building is a little different. Um, Hearthstone, you only have two of a card or one legendary uh, Magic unit four copies. So sure. there are... Obviously, those things compounded over so much makes a vastly different game. And Hearthstone, because... It is a digital game that the your interface is able to do a lot of the processing. You can have random effects. Okay. So that's a part of Hearthstone that does not exist really in Magic. Um, and that's kind of a weird thing, right? That you can dr- play a card that turns into a random minion. It can be a random yeah, minion yeah. of a certain cost or whatever. So there's this whole new element that in Magic you really don't have. I mean, you have token right. generation, and early on you had weird cards, and occasionally through the years you had, like, coin flip cards um, where you'd actually flip a coin and for some oh, wow. amount of okay. randomness. And that that's pretty weird and hasn't really been... Because those cards just aren't competitive. Because when you play on a competitive level, the last thing you want is, is anything randomness, random. yeah. right? There's it, random enough an idea. when you draw yeah. a card. Like that is the randomness that makes card games fun, right? That's what card games drive off of. That slight variability in chance and randomness, and trying 
to mitigate the randomness as much as possible. You're trying to streamline <clears throat> how your deck plays the most you can so you know exactly what it does turn one through five. And that's generally like some decks want to go longer into the game. Some games want to end the game on turn four or five. Right. Got it. So. Well, cool. <clears throat> that's. Well, in a, I clearly in a nutshell. need. I need in a nutshell. I clearly need to read up more on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of dipped my toe into that pool, and but I liked it, um, and I was like, oh, I, I still, like, re- I still remember how to play Magic. That's yeah. crazy, and it's um, really well done. I thought I, I like, haven't played yeah. MTG Arena for a while, but I, like it. I really enjoyed it when it launched, and I played it for quite a while. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking to one of my new buddies that I have acquired recently, into like our, a Pokemon, into our game group. He was like, yeah, I used to play Magic. And I was like. Yeah, so we playing Magic now. So we're probably nice. gonna play some casual stuff at home now. Nice. Now that I have another friend that that plays, so very cool. Um, I'm still working on Pokemon uh, Shield. I've got that on my Switch, and then I also fired up my Oculus to uh, check out some Beat Saber because I've I've decided I'm like okay, it's been a few months, and now it's time to start you know getting a little more. Uh, video gamey, and I threw my Oculus on and got into Beat Saber again just because it's amazing. And the new update to Beat Saber, or the latest update, one of the latest updates to uh, Beat Saber includes 360-degree and 90-degree levels, which I posted a couple of those videos on my Facebook page. Did you see either one of those? Or I did see a little bit. <laughs> I think you, you showed nuts. me on your phone, and it looks wild. Yeah, so the 360-degree levels are great. The 90-degree levels, if you if you want to try the new... Um, spaces I would recommend the 90 degree levels first because clearly you've got less movement that you're going to need to worry about Um, and it can kind of give you an idea of how those levels work because they don't just randomly fly at you without any kind of warning Um, there is some kind of a a marker that gives you a heads up which way they're going to start coming from next so it kind of leads you in that way and it's really well done I really like that a whole lot um, so yeah, Beat Saber. And also I played around with the new hand tracking that's in an experimental stage right now um, on the Oculus, which is really weird to see your actual hands in VR because um, the tracking's pretty spot on in how it works. Uh, so that was very cool. But yeah, that's I'm, I'm kind of playing uh, nothing but everything all at the same time. Dabbling. Dabbling. Dabbling just a bit. So uh, that's what we are playing. Hopefully you're playing some games. Maybe if we didn't talk about it, you could let us know what you're playing. Uh, Okay, so we have a – do we still have the uh, Patreon? Yes. Yes. Um, And are you looking up those names right now? (sighs) Yes. Good answer. So um, this podcast – uh, is made possible. Is made possible by your pockets and also where we work for letting us do it here. But uh, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can go there and you can help support this show uh, for as little as a dollar a month, which is less than like a cu- – it's it's like the third of a price of a cup of coffee um, a month, a single cup. You can do that for a dollar a month. Or you can support us all the way up to our producer level at $10 a month. No matter what, you are going to get uh, access to our shows before everybody else. You're going to get some cool Discord uh, avatars and and colors and things and stickers and stuff. So you can do that. Um, But our producer level, we also invite you to our Q&A shows first. You get access to everything even more ahead of time than everybody else. And we say your name on the show. Do we have the list? 
I'll do my best. Okay. Um, in no particular order. And if we miss you, we're sorry. You can yell at us in Discord, which is uh, – you can find us at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Um, Alan Schulte. Yay. Uh, Kevin Schuld, Austin Palmer. Operator Jack. Yo. Uh, Tom McDermott. I'm doing pretty good. Yes, you are. And I've actually got our page up so I can read those off. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, let's see if you were right, first of all. So, we would like to say thank you to Alan Schulte. Got that. Austin Palmer. Got Ooh. that. Uh, let's see. We've got Brian Henninger. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Joe Cole Jr. Rock on. Mr. John Tippins, we thank you. Uh, Kevin Schuld, thank you, thank you. Which, uh, yeah, also Megan Phillips and Tom McDermott. Boom. Yeah. I was almost there. Almost there. That's okay. My problem is I, I was trying to think about it alphabetically instead yep. of just rattling off the names. Eh, that's fine. So You got you were almost there. So uh, thank you guys for all your support. Remember, it's patreon.com slash Podcast, And yeah, just go on, go on there. Throw us some money. That's fine. You Send make us on the improbable possible. <laughs> the improbable, not so improbable. You make the improbable impossible. <laughs> Sur la table. Uh, <laughs> Sur la table, how may I help you? <laughs> um, do we have anything else coming up that we need to talk about uh, before we get into the next segment? Uh, any? Um, no, I think that's what we do, and then we go into news. <laughs> I didn't even get to intro that. Good job. Um, well, all right, let's get into it. We've got some news to talk about. Uh, first, though, uh, well, not first, though. Uh, first, oh, I totally missed this one. Yeah. I, I just this kind of came in really recently. Um, well, PAX East is going on this weekend. Right. And, and we just found out Sony won't be there. <laughs> but, oh, ooh, coronavirus. Yeah. We're not going to go because of coronavirus, really? Yeah. I mean. I guess just the danger of people traveling. I'm not going to. I'm not someone to say whether or not something is super serious or not. I Honestly, I have no idea. I don't work for the CDC. But this is a big deal because if you've been to PAX, Sony is like half of a floor. Right. And they're not I've never be been there. to PAX and I know that. So half of a floor is just empty now? So did they – but if it's this weekend, they're literally canceling at the last minute. Right. Coronavirus didn't just happen. Like right. It's kind of been there for the last yeah. Well, maybe weeks. they're just trying to figure out whether it was – Wow. I don't – Again, I'm not the person to make those decisions. Um, I mean, if here's the thing: if this is the if this is the zombie apocalypse, if this is the thing, like, why are you going to take away our fun times, man? Like, if we're living in the in our end days, like, can't we just have Yolo. some fun with with? Can some... I just play The Last of Us Part Two? Right. I was just listening to um because it's ironic, podcast, right? I was just listening to Beyond uh, from IGN, and they were talking about. How there's definitely going to be a playable Last of Us Part Two right. at PAX and blah 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 Except blah. There's not. Except not now. Well, not <laughs> not for certain. I don't think they've yet to say if you will or not. Mm-hmm. Like they might still be able to set up a demo of certain things. I'd so like the possibility kind of is still presence. there, but they're not going to have their big half floor, whatever it is. Right. Which is, I mean, that could be a big deal though, right? Because think of all the people in that line. Now those people are doing something else. Mm-hmm. So now everything is just busier. Oh, yeah. Because there's 
not Sony to do. And, and Sony that, is a big draw. Like, those games have huge lines. Right. And not that they need the exposure because Last of Us Part Two is already, like, right. it's going to be this massive, massive thing and we're just a few months away from it. So not that they need the exposure, but, I mean, that could, if you couple not going to PAX East with the fact that Sony is once again skipping E3, that's, like... Well, you say you're going to you're going to be there at all these things for your players. You've got these ways of reaching out and being there for your players to try these things and these new experiences. So you just knocked out two giant ones so far. One was planned, the other one was unplanned ish. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's I'm going to be curious to see if something like this really affects the way um who knows games so. and PS5 go towards the end of this year. Yeah. Should be interesting. Uh, speaking of PS4 or PlayStation in general, just a complete side note. Have you done anything with Dreams? Have you checked out Dreams no. at all? So that might be one of the games I actually kind of purchase. Not that I'm really going to do any creation of any kind, yeah. but maybe curating and messing around with the sound design stuff yeah. could be fun. I Yeah. I checked out a, a dude streaming out of L.A. on Sunday. I was just chilling at the house. And – um it had just come out on the 14th on Valentine's Day, and I wanted to see it. And he was just randomly going through the Dream Surfer or whatever, saying, oh, let's check this out. Oh, let's check this out. And some of the stuff that people have created is really insanely cool. Somebody yeah. had recreated or created um, some playable levels inspired by Fallout 4. Right. And very clearly not done by, like, a top-level developer or programmer. Right. but. Very serviceable and yeah. playable and looked like they came from that Fallout realm. It was kind of right. cool. It's interesting. I mean, anytime you give someone a tool, mm-hmm. like, it's amazing what people will come up with, right? Um, and the people who just might not have access to those things or don't know how to get into it. So, like, to have a game that you can just buy the game and I have all these tools, you right? have the like, tools now. It, it's amazing what does come of that, right? Um, Joe... Joe's very into dreams, so he's the person to talk to too if you have have questions. So, um, it seems anyway. I just don't really know. It's not really my thing. As like, I do have a lot of creative outlets. This just doesn't hit the ones that I like. So, um, but power to anyone who loves this kind of stuff because it's great. I'm definitely wanting to. I kind of want to check it out, but we will see. I'm more curious to see how it 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 like how it iterates moving forward with like the PS5 mm-hmm. so close. I know that the PS5 is going to be backwards compatible, but I'd love to see what kind of stuff you can do with that once you get that power of the right. PS5 kind of rocking in your living room. So, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. If you are listening to this the day the podcast goes up, which would be, which would be Thursday, February 20th, um, chances are you didn't or, or chances are you watched – the Animal Crossing Nintendo Direct that is happening at 6 a.m. the day this show goes up. 6 a.m. Eastern. Pacific East, oh, Pacific time. time. Okay. So it'll be 9 a.m. on the East Coast. Yep. And then some other times elsewhere yeah. in the world. It'll be like math. Five in the afternoon in yep. Europe somewhere. I live in the Pacific Standard Time Zone. Yes. So this 6 a.m. Are you getting up at 6 a.m. to watch this? Um, no. <laughs> Maybe that's about the time I, I'm up that yeah. time in the morning, so maybe I will. That'll be my, oh, I wake up, I can grab my iPad and watch it. Because I do, I do enjoy the Nintendo Directs as goofy as they are. Yeah, totally. They're fun, and they generally do announce good stuff, and a lot of the stuff is like, this is coming tomorrow! And I'm like, great! <laughs> Even though we know Animal now. Crossing is what? coming next month, but that is the first game I assume I'm going to play after Divinity. <laughs> so Because okay. 
I'm looking forward to it. It looks fun. Yeah, I played so I played Animal Crossing New Leaf on the 3DS when that came out, and I guess I didn't realize what I was getting into. I didn't know what it was about. Yeah. Um, it's just a little town simulator, right? But I don't. It's adorable it? and it's fun. I don't like, and it's a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, like I've seen these articles about people who've literally been playing this game for a decade, right? Like every day they like go in and do their little stuff, and they're like nourishing this little community. And I understand completely how satisfying that probably is to okay. those people. Um, but it's just a really charming thing, and it seems like it would be fun. And I think you'll be able to even have like eight players in a. You can actually like meet up with eight of your friends okay. within the game too. So th- everything's just a little bit bigger. Um, and I know there's a lot of little changes, like you can get a, like a pole to pole vault across the rivers, which makes just like traveling a little bit yeah, faster. That was one so of you my don't have to walk around the, the bridge, bridge or whatever. Right. So there's certain little things like that are changing, but very cool. Um, yeah, did you play the uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp? I did a little bit, and it was fun. Yeah, it was, um, I'd imagine that uh, yeah. within its limitations, I guess, mm-hmm. like. Assumingly, I mean, there's no reason that everything in New Leaf couldn't have run on an iPhone. Oh, totally. Um, but they were making a mobile experience, and I think it works really well to hold on a mobile phone, mm-hmm. right? And that was the point. Um, I just don't want to play a game on my mobile phone. Now, that did much, you so. did you order or purchase the uh, limited edition? <laughs> New uh, Animal Crossing Switch Lite or no, Switch? I did not because I already have a limited edition Switch Lite, and I don't. Well, but this is the full Switch. Sorry, I know not the Switch Lite. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I need to. You don't. I don't need to but promo <laughs> switches but in my the house. Colors of the, looks, the colors of the Joy Con really were nice. awesome. I really like those colors. But so does the uh, new Coral. Oh yeah, uh, the Nintendo new Coral Switch, Switch Lite. Lite. Um, that they announced. That's real that pretty. Looks real pretty. But... I don't know why that. Why? Why is that? Just a hey, look what we're gonna do later. Yeah. Because now you're making all of it. Well, I got the Pokemon one. Did you get the, I got Pokemon, the Pokemon one? one too, yeah, I love the which Pokemon. Which is fantastic one. It's looking. It's super awesome. I'm completely okay with my purchase. Um, well, cool. Animal Car Animal Crossing's Nintendo Direct uh, happened this morning. And, before, it, uh, and it's probably gonna have some cool up. new details and stuff. Mm-hmm. They've just been dropping little nuggets because it's less than a month away. away. Yep. So nice. Um, all right, let's talk about this. Uh, many many shows are coming to uh, streaming services. Via the way of video games, so we got a Castlevania anime. We've got we got an, all kinds of random animated shows. But up next, Overwatch and Diablo are both possibly coming. There's no official announcement yet, but rumors are. Yeah. Um, Netflix. It looks like too. Um, so. Gonna mark I, that. I lost my. That's okay. Lost my spot. So there's nothing confirmed yet, but it looks like um, Overwatch. There's going to be an Overwatch cartoon and a Diablo anime. Both are kind of possibly being worked on right now. Um, there's nothing, like I said, nothing confirmed by Activision Blizzard yet. But um, a form uh, former no, he's a he's currently working there. Nick Van Dyke. He's the president of the film and TV division of Activision Blizzard. Um, he said evidently that he's worked on these based on his LinkedIn profile. Okay. So that's interesting. When are people going to learn that you don't want to put stuff in your LinkedIn profile if it's secret? Because it seems like that's like the basis for a lot of leaks over the last five, ten years. Right. (laughs) 
And I guess maybe it's something that doesn't... I mean, there's so many things that get started and never happen, I guess. Right. So maybe it's just, that's kind of the norm. This is what I'm doing right mm-hmm. now, unless they tell you not to, which I'm sure they told them not to. I don't know. But he's like, nah, um, I'm this guy. I'm going to do it. Anyways, these may be distributed through Netflix, it looks like. Um, if these rumors are, in fact, a thing. It would make sense. Um, what two great IPs to have shows, though. Oh, totally. Um, I, I really like what they did with Castlevania. So that gives me – if it's yeah. an anime style coming to Netflix, I really like what they did with Castlevania. So that gives me a lot of faith. I think they're also two perfect ones that can really – the games themselves are pretty light on story, really. Um, Overwatch being very multiplayer focused, but there's a lot of world building going on. You have these really rich characters and this really rich world and these like points along the timeline that these things happened – perfect um for a show to come in and kind of flesh all that out right right i think diablo's a very similar thing some people really love like the stories of the diablo games but to me when i played it like they were these kind of like you know, these five acts and there were these huge pillars and there were some cutscenes, and i was really just there to just kill everything <laughs> and take <laughs> the loot like that's why i'm there and you did but again another like rich world this one obviously is going to be a little darker in tone um oh yeah mm, <laughs> Probably a step farther than Castlevania if they do it the right way. Because and now, was there any official? Was there an official release date for Diablo Four? Or is it? Just, I don't think is it so. Just yet. hey, we're working on like, this. Look what we've got. Right. I think okay. it's mostly just been announced. I'd be curious to see if they're gonna simultaneously like release both the anime and the the game like alongside each other, or if it's gonna be you know within this three to six week window, or maybe here's the anime kick off the story there and then the game picks up you know kind of where let's say in the anime yeah. they take the story this way the anime picks up but this is what happens over here so maybe it'll kind of kind of coincide with each other until like separate stories in the same timeline and universe and blah 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 things blah 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 blah, blah, blah things. things so cool you can uh, possibly look forward to that we can't tell you but that's the rumor and in uh, completely related video game related movies type things news. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog, it's kind of like doing well. It's doing really well. I think it uh, overtook or it's not only best. just like money, like it's actually outpacing what they projected, I think oh, is yeah. what I read. Because I think they projected it to open somewhere in the, like the thirty five to forty five yeah. million range and, and it they're opened actually, at sixty five. Right. So and People actually are liking it, too. So it's not yeah. just like people are going, like people are going and saying, hey, that was pretty good. I know um, Eddie, in his various names that he's chosen through the years, he said he pretty much enjoyed it. So yeah. um, It doesn't it look like a good movie, but it doesn't look like an unenjoyable yeah. movie. Apparently Jim Carrey's pretty enjoyable, too, in it as the villain. So Dr. Robotnik. Um, hey. Good. I'm into it. And it's the best performing video game movie at this point now. Yeah. it out Money-wise, at least. Yeah, it so. made more money than Detective Pikachu did on its opening weekend. I think it was the Just same pretty, weekend last year. That's kind of surprising to me, honestly. Yeah, because Detective Pikachu, like, that universe... First of all, that's Pokemon, it's which Pokemon, is one of the most I, played franchises ever. I would think that would be a hard thing to beat. Just, and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Interesting. Who's pretty likable and pretty good. I enjoy I his movies. I wonder if the Jim Carrey draw was enough. Like did that? Did that make a difference? I, I don't know. I think it may have been well because so he was literally the biggest uh-huh. thing after the mask came out. He was the biggest thing in the world for that time. Yeah. So it makes sense. 
But also at the same time, you've got this guy playing this iconic villain. Like this whole <laughs> – the whole character and everything, like it's all playing to nostalgia for people like us. Yeah. But there are genera- there are generations now who've never played a Sonic game, who may not know who Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. is, who have no idea who Jim Carrey is other than a guy who makes these uh, political paintings <laughs> and puts them on his Twitter. <laughs> like nobody knows who this guy is or yeah. generations may not know who he is. So yeah. maybe that's what it was. They're all like, look at this cast of unknowns. Yeah. I must see it. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Like uh, the one thing Cliff and I talked about that was really interesting. While I'm just filling you in because you weren't necessarily a part of the conversation, is we were talking about the success of The Witcher show. Um, I've not seen it. Was it good? I haven't watched it yet. I want to see it. I find it fascinating how it's become like Netflix's biggest show because we're like the video game's not that big, the books aren't that big. They're not Netflix show big, right? Like their books. Fine. I, I think there's kind of more a cult surrounding the mm-hmm. books. The video game's very popular video game, but it's a video game. But I mean, when you've got but the the size of a net, like for the Netflix show to perform that well, something is coming from somewhere else. Like there's a some other influence coming. Maybe it's just Netflix. Netflix puts out a show. It's received well. People watch it. Well, because it's bigger than its parts combined. Right. I think what it's benefiting from is it's benefiting from, hey, there was just this great show on for, what, seven seasons called Game of Thrones that just ended on a note that not a lot of people were thrilled with. So they're looking for something to fill that void. And I think Netflix was like, we know that show's going to end. People seem to like this thing. It's along the same lines of weird. So let's try it. Right, and, and they worked, did, and it paid right? off. Yeah, and that was kind of our That's hypothesis smart. too. Is that yeah. fills that Game of Thrones void? It's just it's fascinating that this like book turned into a game that now turned into an incredibly successful show, mm-hmm. greater than some of its parts. Um, it's very interesting. It's but these video game things are starting to get a little more traction. Um, whereas instead of just being bad movies before, like bad cringeworthy movies, um, they're they're actually like, hey, that's actually a solid effort. Like, not necessarily an A plus movie, mm-hmm. but it sure is a B plus movie. Um, well, and- I think what they're doing is they're do- they're finally kind of getting the idea right. Where, and this is why I will always defend the Tomb Raider movies because I love the Tomb Raider movies. Mm-hmm. They are fun. They are well done. But what I liked about those movies, and I like what about about what they're doing now, is there's one of two ways they could be going about these shows or these movies or whatever. One is have a show or a story based. In that universe with these characters right. or maybe characters you don't know. Either way, it's a story based that in that universe. That character can make a cameo. That's yes. it. They're doing these stories based in the universe. They're not taking that, that actual story right. and retelling it or you're, telling you're it their way. you're combating with so many expectations of that right. world and those characters and blah, 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 right. blah, blah. And, and you can't – like you can't do that because gonna, video yeah. games are you're so never gonna subjective. Win. Like, people take away from these video games what they will. Yeah, there's a huge swath that, yes, they agree this over here. They agree that over there. And they get the same things out of it. But when you take it and you try and make it something that nobody else got, then that's – no. Just do something else Do something different. You can do so much with a world. Or do that one and do it so well that there is no room for anybody to misinterpret it or not get from it what they got from it to begin with. So, And I think that's what the success of things like – Sonic the Hedgehog, Detective Pikachu, uh, The Witcher, Castlevania. They're building on these – they're building on the lore. They're not retelling it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I like it. Um, but I still need to watch The Witcher TV show. Yeah. At first I was kind of worried about the casting for uh, Geralt. Yeah. But after seeing him in makeup and then the bathtub scene I've seen, that's fine. 
Definitely yeah. watched the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, looked real good. Anyway, uh, so there is that Sonic the Hedgehog doing not badly. All right. There is a new MMORPG coming from Amazon. Uh, we've heard slight talk about it, but uh, it's called New World. So let's jump into this for a moment, shall we? Yeah, and apparently it's actually kind of piqued people's interest, I guess, to say it more or less in that like it has these pretty large-scale battles in an MMORPG. For an MMORPG, I guess. I'm not the best person. I played World of Warcraft a little bit to try to see what it's about. Liked it. Mm. Never really got into the PvP part of it. I was kind of just exploring and doing my thing and checking out the world. Right. Um, so are these so these large-scale battles, are they PvP large-scale battles? like, Or are they you all have a common enemy that you all kind of jump into an instance and battle this massive thing? I am or not both. 100% certain yet. Um, okay. I think it – I was reading though that it does – I yes, both. I'm going to say both. Yeah. Um, but there's supposed to be a lot of um, players on a server. It looks like a thousand I'm seeing um, when I read um, that they would have – I mean that's a lot of players. So um, – but I – Yeah, it's, it's weird because like there's not a lot out there. I mean the screenshots look – interesting yeah i mostly just kind of wanted to bring this up because i guess it's interesting to see an mmorpg like this like we're getting things like destinies but we haven't seen like a new world of warcraft for a long time or one that's successful and this one is backed by amazon so it has potential to be successful (laughs) because they they have the support right they're not they're not going to run out of money necessarily and they're not gonna the amazon's not going to collapse um to to lose support for the game or whatever. So um this <clears throat> could be something that interests people or I mean it could fall flat because mm-hmm. I think a lot of this is a hard game to really grab an audience, right? It's hard to get a bunch of people things. into a shared world kind of thing. It's hard to get players to support those kinds of servers. Well, especially when you've got things when you've got the Destinies and you've got the World of Warcraft and you've got the Final Fantasy 14s and you've got Elder Scrolls stuff. Like you've got all these online things going on as it is. So, throwing a new one into the mix, you need to get it right and you really need to build that base up before you just send it out there. Um it's cool though to read that Evidently, this is this whole game, New World, is built around PvP at its core. Like, it's going yeah. to be a this is a PvP game. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be there is PvE, so it's yeah. like that's that's an option. But yeah, it seems like people like the combat part of it, which I think is crucial. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that if I had the chance to say, hey, World of Warcraft is going to get rebooted, I would want the combat to be different and more interesting, I guess. Um, maybe that's from someone who never played it at a higher level or something, but something tells me a 20 year old game could be improved. Oh, you think I just like, (laughs) I don't feel like I shouldn't be confident in saying that. Like I can confidently say without playing too deep into it 20 years later, you probably improved something that they probably didn't because I, there's a lot of things that that game feels old. Um, so a, an MMO with some modern feeling combat because I think there is games that Monster Hunter, for example, oh, yeah. like 
where the combat is very good, the weapons have this weight, like these things could be incorporated into a big game like this, and maybe it's enough to make it really interesting. Uh, well, the one interesting thing as well that I noticed, notably, it says that the economy in New World is entirely player-driven. There are going to be zero merchants in the game. So Interesting. Hmm. That's how you make your money, evidently. Yeah. Sell yourself. Uh, all right, so New World from Amazon. Do we have a release date on that? I don't It looks think like everything's so, kind yet. of to be determined. TBD. But of course, when that comes out, we will be the first yeah. to tell you with breaking news, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Because nothing ever happens on the day of recording of the day no. after we record. Not us. We're no. definitely not going to break it, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> For sure. You know, I'll just call my friend Jeff Bezos up. Yeah, especially hey. in Amazon's backyard here. Come on, Bezos. What's up? Hey, Bay. Hey, Bezos. Uh, okay, so let's wrap up our news segment with Grand Theft Auto 4. That's I, I missed the GTA 4. I missed right. the number 4 when I read four. the headline. Uh, GTA 4 is on the way back to Steam. However, there is not going to be multiplayer mode. Even though it's the complete edition, it's not right. quite complete. So by complete, it's going to include the episode content. So the uh, Liberty City – what was it called? Um, Vice Stories? Um, episodes from Liberty City. That's what I'm thinking. What which is. is the uh, Lost in the Damned, which was the biker, like the I, biker turf gang war. GTA Four is the only GTA game I've not played. Yeah, it's very good. GTA Five, I think, is arguably one of the best video games of all time. GTA Four is a solid game, great story. But they did like two episodes after GTA Four. One was the Lost in the Damned, which focused on. Um, like gangs? the biker gangs. Okay. Um, so you have this like grittier kind of story. Um, Sons of Anarchy kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that okay. kind of thing um, with some characters that I think you do cross paths with throughout the games. Um, and then the second Liberty City story or episodes from Liberty City. Liberty City stories was they did like spinoffs on PS2. So that's right. why I'm confusing it. Um, was Ballad of Gay Tony, which was fantastic. That's, isn't that your favorite like story I, in the whole GTA universe or it, close to I, it? Yeah, I think it, it was very good. It was very fun to play. They did a lot of interesting. They also like, I think that's when they like, did some like parachute sequences or something. I can't, it's been a while now, but they did some kind of like ridiculous stuff too. Um, so it was, very exciting, a very exciting add-on, but it was a very good story again. Um, cool. So GTA 4, was GTA 4 like early on in that 360 PS3 era? I have, because I know it wasn't PS2. Yeah, it was. So it had to have been like right, right it there, was almost a release game or within that it was, window? Yeah, I think it was probably close to the middle, um, because that middle means, front. So Because yeah, they if, did get, it must have been closer to the front. Because if you figure that GTA 4 like and 5... Yeah, because if they both came out in the life cycle of that era, that means that... Yeah, 2008, April okay. 2008. So, yeah. So, so that that um, means there was only, what, four years between? Yeah, which wow. is, I think, about what they do, about four or five years, it seems like, what they were Well, doing, this, what, so. uh, GTA Five has been going since 2012? Yeah. yeah, and they get that play out of them. Um, so I think, basically, they're just not going to have multiplayer for gta 4 anymore i guess is kind of you don't really need to support that but i guess if you have gta 4 you're basically getting a free upgrade to the complete edition okay so you're getting that extra content or whatever but well i know it's already in my library because i bought the rockstar bundle right humble bundle two three years ago so i've already got it so you're just not necessarily able to play gta 4 online anymore which you have gta 5 online so yeah 
Which, by the way, the GTA 5, the GTA Online, that is some of the jankiest, weirdest, strangest stuff yeah. I've and ever gotten into. love it. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I love the idea of it. Yeah, yeah. But I just I, don't play it. I don't no. know. It's just... It's strange. It's too strange. Uh, but it's, it's fine. Um, all right. So there's all the news. Hopefully we didn't miss anything of that much importance but please let us know if uh there was something that we didn't talk about that you'd like to talk about you can always jump into our discord it's bitemepodcast.com slash discord and have all kinds of good fun chats i still pop in there once in a while when i have time or think about it um so yeah you should do that because that's also where we ask questions and have questions asked of us and we answer them and we have good discussions i got a whole channel for that so we have questions this week from mr polite that's kind of don't know who that is, but I hear he's a pretty nice guy. He's our local friend from oh. our neck of the woods. Oh, sweet. Uh, Princess Megan, turn down for what? Joe Coleslaw. And uh, we're still starting off with this guy. Hey, yo, V. That's the one. Nothing's changed. <laughs> we still asking questions. We still answering them. <laughs> and that was very Bill Murray from Ghostbusters. I don't know what that was. Um, it's Bill Murray from Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right, Vinny. Uh, how you doing, man? Cool. Uh, good. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Vinny wants to know, what reimagining of a game do you want next generation? I mean... This makes me think of Baldur's Gate 3. Isn't uh, there a new Baldur's Gate coming? Exactly. That's that's what comes to mind when you ask me this question. Is okay. like, they nailed that for me. Um, not to say it's necessarily reimagining, because it's Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Baldur's Gate. Um, but Baldur's Gate is a game I played... Whenever that was on PC, because it could run on my PC that was not a very good PC at the time, because games were a lot less intense than they are now, I think, um, to put it um, lightly. Um, But it's being done by Divinity, uh, the Larian Studios that are doing Divinity Original Sin 2, because it's basically the same game. So it's going to look just like that. It's going to play like that hopefully better and it's Baldur's Gate which is the D&D universe um, for right. those who might be unfamiliar with this it's set in the Forgotten Realms um, Baldur's Gate being one of those cities so look at you knowing things um, wow I'm very excited and I think they're showing it off at PAX East so I think that's coming up we're going to see some new stuff so um, my understanding I cool been, cool I haven't been following it too not a follower I don't like I don't like <laughs> I like just having things show up mm-hmm. and I play them. I don't like to watch trailers. I just don't do yeah, that. I, li- I like trailers. I love trailers. See, I'm not a trailer guy. Like, I want to go in knowing nothing. Okay. So well, I just want to watch the movie. Just let me watch the movie. I don't want to see the trailer. I, and, I, don't want, have you noticed, I don't want six weird plot points in the middle of the movie. Have you seen the trailers that advertise the upcoming trailer? Oh, That's yeah. That's a thing now. Hey, here's a teaser trailer for the trailer right. we're dropping in two days. Shut up. Just, yeah. just shut up. Just, just show, me the, show me the trailer, but I'm not going to watch it. Right. Um, personally, I think it's time that there is a refresh and a reimagining of the entire, like, the Super Mario universe. Like, Super Mario Bros. Like, a whole um, different take on it? Like, uh, I appreciated the new Super Mario aesthetic with the, the more rounded, cutesy, you know, modern-looking characters kind of came in during the Wii generation. They've kind of stuck to that on that 2D platforming side where it's that very... It's that you know what style I'm talking about. It's that the latest iteration of the 2D Super right. Mario Brothers, which is fine. Um, it's fine, but I think it's time that they kind of okay. Let's let's go back to 2D, or the next time we put a 2D game out, let's try something different. Give it a different look, a different aesthetic. 
something. Something. Um, and then Super Mario uh, Odyssey, which I thought is fantastic. Yeah. It's so good. It's still just another iteration on the whole Super Mario 64 right. game. Again, it's great. Right. But well, I think what they, they did that when they did Super Mario Galaxy. That to me, that felt that like cool. a new yeah. idea, right? I so, like that. like if I really they could figure out a Super way Mario to do Sunshine. that again, right? Yeah, like Odyssey is great, but yes, it's very much uh, Super Mario sixty four plus Mario Galaxy, but looks great, right? Totally. So, what can they do next? Because to me, Galaxy was that. Like, I was like, "Whoa, this is mm-hmm. this is neat. This is Mario reimagined." Because yeah. it was, it was, it was the same way that Super Mario sixty four felt after. Yeah, Mario. Right? Is that new? Like, so, well, here's the th- here's the new way they're 3D, doing it. But this yeah. is like, I mean, we're talking whole worlds, totally. And I really think uh, a remake of Super Mario Sunshine needs to happen. Yeah, that's the only Mario game that hasn't been ported or brought right. up or whatever. And it was weird, man. It was out of nowhere. It was just yeah. strange. But I feel like as great as the Mario games are, all of them, they are all really, really good. Yeah. It needs that injection of something different now. Yeah. On that so. note, I would love all the 3D Marios to be just on the Switch looking like Odyssey. Like, oh. I would love to play Super Mario 64. Yeah. What Super Mario Odyssey looks like. That would look nice. Like, yeah. I didn't play Sunshine, really. I so, Sunshine. to me, like, so Super weird. Mario 64 is that. <gasps> yeah. Um, <gasps> jumping into the paintings. No, I don't know why. I just need a Mickey voice. <laughs> it's kind of it's it's similar. Super close. Mickey Mario. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Vinny, for the question. Joe Coleslaw has a question. Is this... He just kind of wants a life update. Oh, what's, what's from me? Go- from all of us. Oh, okay. But you and I, because Cliff is in Disneyland, so that's his life update. That's all he does. He doesn't work. He just goes to Disneyland. He just goes to Disneyland. Uh, Joe Coleslaw, your question is, how or questions, how have you been? What have you been up to? How's the work from home life? So first off, let's let's tackle point one. How have you been? Dylan, how you been? Good. Yeah. I'm fantastic every day. Good. Every day is a great day. It is, isn't it? Um, hmm. What's what's the good stuff lately? Uh, what's the good word? Well, um, I can think of plenty of those words around here. Um, I I'm good. So like, I've been doing great. Yeah. So life is crazy. Uh, point two is what have you been up to? Like, I guess that plays into how have you been? You're good. Right. Well, really? Why are you good? What have what, you been up to? Um, lately. Uh, I've actually, one of my goals kind of this year was to have a D and D group that met frequently or at least on like a scheduled basis. So it just wasn't infrequent. Um, so every Tuesday we play D and D it's been great. It's like the highlight of everyone's week. Everyone comes over for a couple hours. We play D and D it's fantastic. Um, it, I mean, it just, it, it makes a huge difference, I think, and I think everyone involved really does mm-hmm. does feel that. Um, to have that social time with your friends, um, there's basically six of us playing right now. Um, hopefully, I'm going to expand this into a, a potentially another group, not necessarily every week, but maybe something we play on weekends. Because we play on a weekday, we only get a couple hours, so we can't have these really big, long sessions that you think of when you think of D&D, right? Yeah. Um, but... Every Tuesday, we come over, we go to my other buddy's house, and we, we play for two and a half, three hours, because that's what we can squeeze in before people have to get up at, like, 4.30 in the morning, that kind of thing. So some of us get up earlier than others. Um, but, I mean, that's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, Good. And 
That's kind of the biggest, the biggest new thing, I guess. Okay. Um. So let's see. I'll get. I'll just tell. I'll just tell. Spill on my teeth. What have I been up to? Well, I've been taking care of a sick dog. Um. So if you if you're friends with me on Facebook, uh, if you follow any one of my like four Instagram accounts, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> um. I've got a Rottweiler named Dart. She's a four-year-old Rottweiler. Love her to bits. Uh, took her in to have a ACL surgery. TCL, I think, is what it's called on a dog. And super normal surgery. Turns out she has this weird uh, immune system thing that is super deadly. And it was out of nowhere, shocked everybody. And the vets were like, we've seen this, but it's so very rare that they see it. It was just kind of strange. So anyway, we've been treating that. And she's doing very, very well. But it's a long time, like... It's a long treatment to get her done. So we're about at the halfway point on that. So – and everything's looking good. So there is that. And that's taken up a lot of my time just because I'm such a crazy dog dad. Like that's my baby. Right. Um, I've been playing dodgeball two nights a week to make sure I stay active and get out of the house and stay social and don't turn into a big ball of depressed, anxious mess on my couch. Which Washington and the Seattle area is definitely not the coldest like place ever. But man – the sun goes down early here, and, Ooh, and it gets cold. Quick. It's been just cold enough, and it does kind of. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do find yourself inside, but man, the sun's coming out now, and it feels fantastic. Oh yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, so like, and that's the thing too. Like Seattle, they it has a higher rate of depression and anxiety and and panic disorders or whatever. And I'm super open about you know I've dealt with depression before, anxiety, absolutely. I've seen a therapist. I still see a therapist. I've taken meds to deal with stuff. And it's like the one thing that I've learned through all that, which this kind of explains why I've backed off from being on the show, is it's like I've learned through these things and experiences over the last 10 years that it's like these are the things that happen and these are the things I need to do to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And that's all I've been up to is just making sure I'm taking care of myself, staying busy, getting my job done, keeping my life on track because I don't want to let that get the better of me. Right. So – that's really just taking care of myself is what I've been up to. Right. Um, that kind of reminds me, like, again, me finding myself in that situation a lot of times, like, finding something to do every week, like playing dodgeball, mm-hmm. or like I just said, like, getting a D&D group. Like, if you're someone that's kind of in that situation, feeling that way, like, go try something like that. Because sometimes just having an appointment, like, hey, on Tuesday I go play dodgeball, like, yeah. that can make a huge difference. <clears throat> Um, like, and that's, I kind of used to, when I got really back into magic, that was kind of what it was for me at that point in my life. Cause I was just in this spot where I didn't know what, you don't necessarily know where you're going right then. Cause things kind of, you kind of fall down into that lull, right. And before things start going back up, um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was Tuesdays or Wednesdays or maybe twice a week even. And I would go play games with total strangers and it was fine but it was like that was my thing to do and i could really focus a lot of energy on that mm-hmm. um i think dodgeball is great because you're Love it. not only are you doing something social but it's also active and that's important and you learn real skills on dealing with people who get angry right <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun too um and pro tip by the way if you're somebody who knows someone that maybe you haven't seen a lot of or they're not going out as often as they did or they're just check in on them. Yeah. Just say, hey, or invite them to do something. Yeah, invite- they're probably going to say no a hundred times, yeah. but just invite them. them. Just ask them every time. Because sometimes they're just going to say yes one time, yeah. and then it might make all the difference. Yeah. Um, so do that. One, because maybe they get out of a rut, but two, maybe they find something that they actually really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I think there's a couple different ways that can go. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
Um, how's the work from home life? Who's this for? Because I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I work from home occasionally. I do too. It's great. Freaking love it, man. If you can work from home, <laughs> it's it does it makes a huge difference. So Especially great. if you live somewhere like here, where it can take you an hour and 15 minutes to get to work and you live eight miles away. Oh, no kidding. Um, you know what, though? I Oh, so another thing. My mom had a heart attack. Look at that. Right. Um, went back and helped her out. And I will tell you right now that everybody pisses and moans about the traffic in Seattle. Don't get me wrong. It's pretty terrible. It really is. Yeah. But nothing beats. Nothing beats a Florida interstate during peak season when all the snowbirds – age 80-plus, are behind the wheel of their interstate frigate going 18 miles an hour while they're sitting on a phone book from 1987 just so they can see over the dash. Like, traffic in Florida is – and it's accurate too. So if you're in Seattle, stop complaining about the traffic because it's really not that bad. I'm not going to stop. It's pretty terrible. (laughs) It's still terrible. Um, So, yeah, there's your your life update, Mr. Coleslaw. Thank you for the question. Yeah. Yeah. Up next, turn down for what? (laughs) I love this question. What's the most evil thing you've done in a video game? I mean, it probably like if I really have to boil it down, it probably has to be playing GTA, picking up a prostitute and then killing her with a chainsaw. Sex worker, we call them sex like, workers, but yeah. Cuz it has to be the most evil thing. Like <laughs> it's bad. It was hilarious. But, like, it was really evil. It really it was. was. It was definitely evil. Um, yeah. God, I forgot I did that. And I did that when I was, like, yeah. 20 years old. I'm like, this is so much fun. I was, like, 12, probably. Oh, so. God. Actually, no, I was 24. I forget that I'm old. Um, I like blowing up the town. What is it? In, um, in Fallout 3 that's sitting on the nuclear bomb. Did you ever do that? The what? The town in Fallout oh, 3. I, I never nuked anything. I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's literally the first town you get to as you're you're going through the story. And do you want to blow this up or do you not? And I'm like, yep, I'm going to blow, blow it up. And I literally literally blew up a town and it changes the entire game. So there was that. I also remember in uh, – yeah, I don't know why I only do it in Fallout games. I checked out Fallout New Vegas, which is just – I. I like it, but looking at a game from that era right now, especially a Fallout game, because they weren't that graphically impressive to begin with, um, I I may or may not have shot and murdered some shopkeeper in the middle of nowhere that was pretty integral to, like, completing the game. So just randomly blowing things up is just fun. It's about as evil as I get. I mean, yeah. killing people's pretty evil. So... Pretty, sort of, yeah. pretty evil. <laughs> and a video game's not that bad. Well, picking up people to exploit them and then kill them with a chainsaw is super evil. And then take their money. Yeah. And then get your... Well, no, go, first like, you give them money to take it back with some. Like, that's interest. Well, yeah. Well, you got your money and, like, the other five Johns from yeah. earlier. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's bad. She works for my money. <laughs> you, she died for... Okay. Her sins. Uh, <laughs> Wow, <laughs> um, that's a really See, this good question. Got real evil. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Did uh, was this asked in the Discord? Mm-hmm. I'd love to see what uh, other people replied to. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm going to jump in and check that out. And also, if you're listening to this and you're not in our Discord, you should go do it and go and answer the and question, answer question. What is the most evil thing you've done in a video game? That would be awesome. Uh, Princess Megan, if video games, TV, music, movies no longer existed, how would you spend your free time? Well. I'm pro- at the dog park with my dog. Yeah. Eventually, my dog will die. 
I do love frisbee. Frisbee's. Fun. Have you ever played frisbee golf? Is that is that ultimate? Frisbee? I haven't is really. That what it is? No, those are different. What's the difference? Frisbee golf is like golf. Right. You like you're throwing frisbees towards a hole, more or less. But it's like a chain basket. But what's what's um, ultimate frisbee? It's kind of like football soccer, but with a frisbee. So you actually what's have football like football soccer. Like football slash soccer. Oh. So it's like you're playing on a soccer field or a football field sized field. Do you get tackled? No. Okay. So you have a team that you are um throwing the frisbee downfield to score in the end zone. Okay. Um like football. <laughs> I had um <laughs> that just shows you how unsporty I am yeah. that I thought ultimate frisbee was like frisbee golf. Yeah. I actually played ultimate frisbee in college. I'm taller than most people, so I'm oh, very yeah. good at sports naturally. <laughs> Cuz you can dominate people just on size in a lot of sports. Is it like is it almost like flag football but with a frisbee? Yeah. Okay. So basically you catch the frisbee and you can't move. You can take like so if you're running and you catch the frisbee, you can Gather yourself, but you have to stop and make another throw to someone else. So almost like no traveling back. in basketball. Like once yeah, you get the ball, you, you just can't. can't no, there's no dribbling. As long so as you're dribbling. It's kind of it, like yeah. that. Okay. Um, so you can pivot around and then throw a Fisbee downfield until you get in the end zone or turn it over. And, of course, there's other things. But, I had no idea. Um, it's super fun. It's like one of the funnest things. We'll try to – this when the sun's out, we'll, we'll do that this summer because it's super fun. To, if we got – Eight people together, so I think we at might a park, be able to pull eight people fantastic. together. Um, so is that would is that what we're saying? We would do is we would play ultimate frisbee yeah. today if none of those um, existed. Well, it doesn't say tabletop games, so I'd play a lot ah, of tabletop games, loophole. Um, <laughs> but I did play a lot of uh, sports growing up, so I yeah. like basketball, baseball, football, ultimate frisbee. I'd take my dog to the I'll park try all the time and dodgeball, dodgeball all day. Every oh, day. dodgeball. I think I'm gonna end up going to three nights a week. Wow. I think I'm gonna play like two rec leagues and then a lot of balls to dodge. I never dodge. There's so many balls you can't dodge them all. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um yeah, okay. Well thank you for that question, Miss Princess uh Princess Megan. Uh, Mr. Polite, what's your favorite dad joke or your newest favorite dad joke? So I'm a huge fan when people say, like, I'm blank. Yeah. You can fill in the blank. And I'll say, I'm Dylan. You are. I think it's hilarious. Oh, like, oh, so, wow. Let me be frank. Can I be Dylan? There's an example. I am super tired. Right. So. You're super Dylan. Most of the time it's, let me be frank, because Cliff will say that often, or to, to be frank, and I'll ask if I can be Karen. I don't know. So like that like that is the simplest, but like that's my favorite. I think it's hilarious. That's but it's funny. absolutely hilarious. I wish I had like I've got one that I can remember. Yeah. I don't think about them as my favorite, but I'm very good at them. Like I am dad jokey, like Is dad joke just like the like the new term for a pun? Kinda. So I think sort of. I think there might be a little bit of a difference, whereas a pun is just a pun, whereas I think a dad joke is with sauce. It's like a pun with sauce. That's a little, little Tabasco on yeah. top. I really like words and like wordplay. So I'm always like anytime someone says something, mm-hmm. I'm always trying to like rearrange what they said and 
see what rhymes with it, what puns you can throw in. How can I make a joke with that? Mm-hmm. To to better for better or worse, because then you find yourself joking about things that are just totally not that are not jokeable. Funny. But yeah, but somehow they make it. But funny. I'm kind of that way. Like nothing oh is God. nothing is too serious for me. So right. Um. So. Completely random. I was looking at a friend's uh, Facebook page earlier and some religious crap was going on, which, hey, no, whatever. Uh, but anyway, I found out how uh, how they make – I had no idea. I just thought like uh, holy water was just water that had been blessed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you know how they make it? How they make I holy water? I have no idea, no. They boil the hell out of it. Yeah. There you go. Fun. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's a dad um, joke. Thank you, Mr. Polite. <laughs> no, it's not joke workshop time. Yeah, I know. That'll, that'll, That's next that'll, week. That'll be a really bad That's a segment. side project. Um, all right. So there's all our questions. Thank you, uh, everyone, for your questions. If you have questions for us, you can always drop them in our Discord at spitemepodcast.com slash Discord, or you can send them to us from our website, bitemepodcast.com. We've got an email uh, link there. Also links to all our socials. You can – any way you can get in touch with us, send us your questions. We'll do that. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's wrap things up with some cheap free games coming to the Epic Game Store the day this show goes up, which is February 20th, 2020. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm going to say Feria. I would go with Feria. Feria? That would be my guess. Break it down into Fey and Ria. Well, because I know that Fairy has been spelled F A E R I E. Right. So, so, but then you shorten that to Fey. Fey being oh, the fairy okay. people. Got it. Well, either way, I don't know what the – do you know what this game is? No. Okay. Well, it's going to be free on the Epic Game Store for a week. Yep. You should do that. Now, this is a real story. So for whatever reason, I was very confused with the Epic Game Store. Mm-hmm. Um, there you just thought it was really big? <laughs> that was good. Thank you. <laughs> good, good job. Uh, so there's the EA Access or the, the EA whatever – uh, whatever that you log in on your computer. Right. And then there's the Epic Game Store. Or there's like there's two different – anyway, for whatever reason, I thought whatever this game store was or this this launcher that I had on my computer was the Epic Game Store. It's not. Oh, and yeah. for the longest time, I kept going, where are these free games everybody talks oh, yeah. about? I can't find it. Turns out you I did in, not have the Epic Game Store You were just in launcher. the wrong launcher. I just had no idea. And before, I was like, oh, that's okay. It's just another launcher. No big deal. What's the harm? I found the harm. I've been missing out on free games because I <laughs> didn't have the right launcher. So I'm irritated. But anyway, um, another great, another game coming to the Epic Game Store is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Well, actually, I'm sure it's there. But for a week, starting the 20th of February, yep. it's going to be free. So don't figure your free games. Yeah. Is that the multiplayer one that came out like early PS4? I can't keep track of all the Assassin's Creed. I want to say it is. Honest. It's either either that or I'm thinking of Brotherhood. Maybe Brotherhood was the one that introduced the multiplayer. Okay, then I think Syndicate's so, the follow up to that. I could be completely wrong. The multiplayer was super interesting. Mm-hmm. I never played, but I never played the Black Fa- Black Flag one. Yeah, I heard Black Flag was really really good. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so those are some cheap free games you can check out uh, right. Now, as of the day this goes up, on the Epic Game Store. And also, like I mentioned, uh, GTA Five. if you don't have Game Pass, which you should, um, but GTA, if you have a PS4, uh, is 20 bucks right now. GTA Five. Yeah. So do that. It's worth like $120. Well, so, like, get it cheap. Or to Rockstar, it's worth Game like $120,000 like billion. 
Like, yeah. It's lots. Just, just play it's it. It's good. Yeah, so, it's- all right. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. Make sure you head to our website, bitemepodcast.com. You can find links to all of our stuff, our Discord, our Humble Bundle affiliate link. You should check that out as well. Some really good Humble Bundle stuff always going on, and we keep that updated. Um, I think that's it. And uh, hopefully I'll be back sooner than later. Check in on everybody. Make sure everything's going well. Cool? Yep. All right. I am Adam West. Bye-bye. Yeah. I just ended it totally different, (laughs) didn't I?